Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Shetford Paddock and this is Housen's Brew. As you may have noticed, Stephen Housen isn't here today, but he will be back very soon. And don't fret because we've drafted in some big guns in his... In his stead, does that make sense? Absence. In his absence, thank you. Cheers, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Andy Tate, of course, who's just been doing one of the funniest TikToks I've ever seen. He'll be down with the kids. To, reacting to someone reacting to Andy Tate, which is just <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you weren't that one out, but it is class. Um, and Mr. Alex Bagley, how are we doing, baggers? Not bad. Not Good. bad at all. Um, also, Housen's Brew today is brought to you by Surfshark VPN. Now, more than ever, our internet reliance has been rapidly increasing. We stream our favourite shows, keep in touch with our loved ones and watch podcasts like Housen's Brew. We'd like to think our information is safe, but as our online footprint increases, so does our need for proper security. Proper. Proper. And I'm not reading this. I'm doing it all by memory. Yeah. Um, Surfshark is a VPN service that protects your information by encrypting it all. The, oh, sorry, by encrypting all the data that you send through the internet. You want to get on that internet? That's what you want to do, yeah, eh? Internet. Keeping anyone unwanted from seeing it. Another great reason to use VPN is because content from streaming services can be restricted based on what country you're in. That could be Netflix, Amazon Prime, or even some highlights on Twitter. With Surfshark, you can solve that problem by simply changing your location. Also, if you do go abroad when that's allowed after COVID and still want to watch the football on your UK streaming service, you can just set your location back to the UK. Right now, Surfshark has a really good deal on by using the link in the description, a promo code. Paddock, is that the right code? Paddock, yeah. Yep, you will get 85% off. 85%. I thought my eyes were deceiving me there, eh? 85%. Uh, which means for something like a couple of quid a month, you can be fully protected. Plus, you'll get three months for free. Surfshark offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. So use the link in the description and promo code PADDOCK. Uh, 85% off. 85% three off. Three months free. Three months free and terms and conditions apply. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So you can do all your streaming. That's right. Nice. Thanks for Surfshark for their support. This is live, as you well know. Get involved in the comments. Give us a like. Let us know what you think. You may have gathered from the thumbnail. We're going to be talking about some dude called... Help me out. Harland, is that part? Is it Harland? Harland. Yeah. Alpha. Alfie. No, the other one. Alfie. Alfie Harland. 
Oh, no, he, he, go on, what's his name? Early. Uh, that's the one. I've never heard of All him right. that often. That's so I often forget his name. Um, yeah, apparently some other bloke who we never heard of called uh, Mino Riola. He's a taxi driver on Deansgate, isn't he? He's taxis, Mino's, Mino's <laughs> taxis, yeah. Uh, he's been doing the rounds, um, trying to get a deal for his client. Uh, now, as if just to embarrass me, right, Pep Guardiola's come out today and said that City aren't in the hunt for a striker, is that right, Baggers? They've not got enough money. Not the, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, City right. haven't got enough money to yeah, buy a striker. And, and, I'm do, and I'm doing a shampoo advert next week. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you are watching, shampoo people, we are available for sponsorship. Um, he's been going, apparently he's, he's uh, Erling Haaland's dad, who's Alvin England Haaland, um, he's in London with Riola, talking about Chelsea. Baggers, I'll start with you, and Andy, you can join in. Simple question. Do you, do you think he's going to go to Chelsea? Do you think he's going to end up in the Premier League? I don't know. It's uh, With City coming out saying they've not got enough money, I think that kind of sums up the position that everyone's in. That even City no. are kind of putting a little bit out there. That doing it, even, doing even if they can afford it, which City can, obviously, but the optics of doing a deal worth 150 million euros or 150 million quid after everything that's gone on is a bit mad. And I think that everyone's going to... Raiola wants to, I mean, we talked about this news, the news this morning. Raiola wants to move him on now, get as much cash in as possible. Not because it's good for Erling Haaland, because he could stay at Dortmund, do well there, finish second in the league, whatever they're going to do, and do well there, and he'll still progress. But what he wants, uh, Raiola, is that 15 million quid kickback off the 10% of the deal, that if he waits till next year, it's only 7 million. So he wants it done now. And he's going around Europe going, right, lads, so how much money have you lads got to spend? So he's gone to Barca and said that, and they've said, not a lot. Madrid will probably said, not a lot. And now he's coming to the UK to see if Chelsea have got enough cash, see if City have got enough cash, see if United will actually spend some of the money that we supposedly have. That's all he's doing now. He's going around, trying to figure it out, trying to say, do you fancy it? Do you fancy spend 150 million euros? Everyone's going to say no. They're going to kind of put a price out there and just say, this is it. It's going to be chaos because that's the thing. It's not It's not about the player. There's, I've seen tweets today saying, what should the player do? It's nothing to do with that. It's all about how much cash Rayola can make off this player who is probably going to be one of the best in the world. And he wants to do it this summer because next summer there's a buyout clause and he won't make as much. So he's going to try and push it through this summer, which is... I mean, imagine go, going around Europe to sell players is the maddest thing. of Just in the middle of the season, going around going, do you fancy this? Do you fancy him? Do you fancy, do you fancy moving on? He signed here 18 months ago to Dortmund. And he's trying to flog him already. It seems it's a bit mad. chaos. It's a me. bit mad. All, all he needs is a three-wheel van driving around London, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Bit the old Del Boy. Yeah, yeah. bit the old Del Boy. That's, a, that's his transport for today. So, uh, Andy, is, is Erling Haaland someone who falls into that category of, for you, go all out to get him, do everything we can, or are you not that fussed about him? I'm not that fussed because it's a total... It's a media circus. Yeah. It's like where all the sea lions and Riola's the the you know the ringmaster throwing fish at everybody. You know, oh, 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 everyone's fucking. It's, it's a joke. It's just a media circus. And I'm not asked if he comes. I would welcome him, but if he makes you wonder, I, I think he'll do probably three years and then go somewhere else. Yeah, it does feel his career progression so far. It's like Mulder, um, Salzburg, Salzburg, was it? Yeah, yeah. Salzburg, Dortmund. Then maybe a, a Chelsea or a whoever, and, I think and then perhaps a... It's three Arsenal. potential that's transfers in the next yeah. 10 years. That's for probably yeah. why he doesn't want to sell him to Madrid or City, who 
aren't in there. They've never really sold players. They've never made a lot of money. City haven't made any money on the players that they bought in the past 10 years, have they? So no. they're not going to move him. They're not going to go, if he's doing well, he needs to move on. They're yeah. not going to try and move him on. Whereas he went to United. I mean, you looked at Pogba. Pogba was linked out the year after he got here. And he'd done that kind of similar Pogba kind of Pogba was linked with a move away when he was flying from Juventus to Seinfeld. Exactly. He's like, is he going to leave again? I'm like, what's... <laughs> And I think that's that's probably why he wants to go to he wants him to go to United because he knows that the Glazers would sell him again. You know, if they can get an offer of two hundred million in eighteen months, two years time, then they would. And I think that's where Raiola's going. Well, why didn't we just buy him? Why didn't we just buy him eighteen months ago? We could be sitting here fucking Premier League champions, know, well, winning fucking thing. cups. Apparently, it was the buyout clause, wasn't it? Um, or the sell-on clause, whatever you want to call yeah. it. But I would have took him for two seasons. Cause I'm with you. Two uh, seasons, it, Premier League champions. You win a couple yeah. of cups, then the, you fuck the, you go um, from there. The the super chat's coming thick and fast. I'm just gonna get into some of them. Ross Murphy says, if you want to book a holiday, you want to get on that Selly text. Um, <laughs> Can you read the next few baggers there? Yeah, my eyesight is uh, horrendous. Nishant said, should we sell Pogba, Matic, Mata, Fred, Bailly, Martial, Van der Beek, Jones, Delo, and bring in Haaland? Uh, Lingard, Saul, Kunde with that money. I mean, that's a lot of players going out the door. Yes. I mean, out of them players he's mentioned there, you get money for Pogba, you get money for Fred, Bailly, Martial. You're not getting a lot for Fred, are you? No. You're getting 20 million yeah. for Fred. Martial, Martial I, think, I think, could still command a fee. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I, I do as well. I think that you get... With yeah. his contracts and stuff, yeah. you get 50 million. 50 yeah, we went to Paris Saint Germain or something. Yeah, they, they took 50 million. Van der Beek would as well. I think that. Um, but I don't. I, with those, well, with those two, though, in particular, I don't think Marshall and Van der Beek are going anywhere in the summer. No, neither do I. You strip half the teams to get one player. You can't do that. And, and then, you short, then you short changed and short staffed. Phil Jones worth about a fiver. The low. The low. I mean, he's done okay. AC Milan, I think 12 million is the, 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 the fee being 12 and 20. It's not a lot. That covers um, barely anyone's wages nowadays, doesn't it? Yeah. And then uh, next super chat, uh, Robin has said, I just believe Van Gaal's philosophy was perfect for us. He just never got the right personnel to play horny football. We need. <laughs> Go on, you can read we it. We need out. more fit birds. We need more fit birds. All fit blokes. All fit blokes. Inclusivity. In this, on this channel. Um, and Mark said, "What's this? Houses brew with topical content." Right, don't worry. I'm going to address that right now because Santa, Santa Notch, I think, was in the chat, and he was yeah. like, "Jay, how do you link early in Ireland to the nineteen ninety one European Cup?" Should be final? a way of doing that. It's easy. Early in Ireland's father is Alfie Inge Howland, who his career almost more or less ended when Roy Keane cropped him down. Roy Keane, of course, came from Nottingham Forest, as did Neil Webb, yeah, who was on the bench. The 1991 European Cup Winners Cup final. So there you go. Very well done. That's Jay. how we do that one. Uh, get involved in the chat. Thanks for your super chat. Thanks for your support. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has been talking about Erling Haaland. Now, this confuses me a little bit because he talks quite a bit about Erling Haaland, doesn't he? Considering he's a player that we haven't got. And usually when managers do that, you're a bit like, why is he doing it? But he's, he's sort of cleared that up today. He said, um, it's not fair to talk about Erling Haaland as Man United manager. Okay, even though you are doing it. You are doing it right <laughs> now. <laughs> he will make his own mind up who. Who are who we are interested? I don't want to comment. All right, okay. Um, and then also just to clarify or to expand on what Pep Guardiola said, he said with current prices we are not going to buy any striker. It's impossible. We cannot afford. Do you believe either of those two statements? Well, you've touched on the Guardiola one. Do you believe Solskjaer? Nope, don't believe any of it. I think Solskjaer wants Erling Haaland. I think I, I think every manager in the world wants Erling Haaland right now. But I think that Solskjaer knows the chances are slim to nil of getting the Glazers to part with. I know somebody at Greg's, but I'm not going to get three pasties. Yeah. You know what You're I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's, really? Will they not sort you out? No, they will. But yeah, it's just, it's just a media circus. Yeah. It's, 
don't get me wrong, I think United need big signings, but it, one signing, maybe two this summer, do you think, with about three or four, so bankroll it. With, I get where you're coming out. from with the media circus, and it does get frustrating, and you know we had it all last summer with Sancho, but do you think it's almost impossible now with United to, to not get involved in some sort of media circus because of... A, the size of the club and the size of these deals and B, also with things like social media. Now, you know, me and you're old enough to remember where you found out about a transfer. I found about Andy Cole and Eric Cantona from the Evening News and Teletext. Same here. Yeah, about when the Evening News wasn't come a on, comic book. Come home at 20 past one in the morning from my mate's house and United signed Eric Cantona for one million. I'm like, what? Mate, I remember the Andy Cole one was, was the one for me. I, I found I came home from school and it was on the Evening News. We signed Andy Cole, Keith Gillespie had gone the other way. And I was like... Hey, how how is this? Andy Cole just scored forty goals, didn't he, for Newcastle season before? Yeah. How has this happened? But do you think though, any big transfer United now, you're gonna have to put up with a bit of a media circus because oh, of the way it is. This is where the PR fingers at United. They love it. They fucking love they're it. Milking, I right? think there's something the milking is for everything PR wise on social media. I think there's something in that in terms of. I think United honestly put transfers off until the last minute. Even with Maguire, I think they knew they were gonna get him. Put it off to the last minute because it creates that buzz. It creates that social media stuff. It does all. It's and all, I honestly think that's what, in now. that's what they're after. I think that's as much as it is actually getting the... This is what we've become. It is. It's, we're, not, we're not interested in trophies. This, no. You're going to have to accept this for the foreseeable future. It's, it's, it's just social media money. That's yeah. all it is. I want, I want to see trophies on the cabinet. I don't want fucking the biggest Twitter following social media or Instagram. I'm, I don't want no. it. Um, Stephen Kilgarif says, in what way can Jay absolutely murder my name today? I hope I've done a good job. Someone else pointed out that Roy Keane didn't injure um, Alvin and Allen. He didn't. He did. It was a terrible foul, but I think Allen played a, again. He played the week yeah, after. Yeah, he played the week after. It was just one of those challenges. If you go, goes back, down in history. If you go back with that, it goes back to when Allen was at Leeds. Yeah, because he stood over him, didn't he, when Keane did yeah. his cruise show. Yeah. At Allen Road. It cost us a title. Yeah, big 98, good lad. Yeah, people Na- don't. You know what? We only lost titles right in the nineties when they robbed them from us. When they banned Eric or yeah. Kino got injured yeah, for the exactly. entire season. It's um, a fact. Fact. Look it up. And Roy Keane, <laughs> Roy Keane remembered, probably even heard what he said. It's to on him. C-Facts page four hundred two. That fact as well, I reckon. It's, yeah. <laughs> it probably is. Steve Kugat says nearly. I'll try again later, mate. Um, if we don't go for Ireland, Ireland, though, and Chelsea do, or anyone does, who out there? is that we can go for realistic. Andy, I'll start with you. Who do you want to see us getting? Because we see there, well, you don't see it, I do. Uh, United monitoring potential free transfer targets, which fills me with absolute fucking dread. But who can United go for? Who do you want to see us I would have a Gu- I would have Aguero from five years ago, but not now. Right. So there's nothing out there. It's it's just it's just like we are shopping at Aldi and Little. That's what we are. Is that, what well, about, your standards this summer because we ain't doing nothing. Do you think, you sound like Stephen Allison, he says the same. Um, what about, I'll t- all right, I'll go through some players that we've been linked with and you can tell me what you think is going to happen. Jaden Sancho. Nope. I don't think so. I think the only way that happens if, is if something, this is the only way I see it happening. Pogba signs his new deal. They're not happy with the then go, we don't need Van der Beek. He'd fit in there, and somehow we come up with some kind of deal where we swap him, and we only end up spending. And they use commercial sponsorships, because whatever it is, something mad. But I don't see us not giving a player to Dortmund and signing Jaden Sancho for a hundred million, even if it's eighty million. I don't see us doing probably that. Sancho and Pogba are like that now after a, a deal with a yeah, f- a, a, a drinks company. That one. Yeah, I'll tell you what. 
They won't even have to give us any. Just give us some some of that. That's that's me what I spend. So what we're gonna send. We will uh, be we will be doing that compilation early next week. Aren't we? <laughs> we're gonna get all the Pepsi Max Jerry stuff together. And we'll tweet Send, it. We're going to go outside the Pepsi Max Cherry offices. With, we uh, need to tweet it. We need everyone to tag Pepsi in it because we need to get some free Pepsi Max Cherry um, out of this. PS says, a lot depends if Dortmund reaches the Champions League next season. They are four points behind Frankfurt, who are fourth, and this will be key if Haaland stays. I don't think he's staying because I get where you're coming from, PS, but his buyout clause is next summer. So they will only get £72 million for him next summer, I think. This is the summer to sell him if they want to double that money. Me and Joe were talking about this on the transfer live last night. Say Dortmund kept him for an extra year. That's and they, they don't take 150 million for him this summer. They get 75 million for him next summer. They're basically paying 75 million to have um, Erling Haaland for a season. Is that is that worth it? I don't know if it is. No, it, it's all dependent on whether the clubs can fork out the cash, and that's whether they've got the actual money to do it. And I think that City are saying they don't. They can. They definitely can. I mean, I've seen Haaland at his last game. Um, he equalised in the last minute against. Um, uh, in the Bundesliga, I forgot who was it against, but he, he equalised and he looked really, really frustrated <laughs> and down with it. Have you um, read I've that just one? seen that. Is that from uh, Daniel Lingard Leeper in the super chat? Says Jay's eyesight went due to two risky bath wanks. That's, <laughs> that Welcome. may or may not be true. Uh, someone else is in the super chat. I think it was Sam B who said um, Sancho or Harlan, which we were speaking about. I'll give you another target that we've been linked with then, both of you. And there may be a deal to be done here. Declan Rice. That's a possibility, yeah. I think the, I think the Lingard, yeah, the Lingard on. one fits. Explain I think having Lingard I think. going one way for, 20. roughly call it 20, 25 million, United can then spend their 50, 55, which I reckon is around the ballpark of what... I think we're going to spend under 100 million quid. That's it, this, this summer. Yeah. There's going to be, similar to last summer, what did we spend? 75 million? Total. Tell us. Without yeah, we will, the, the, the one that sort of confuses the issue slightly is Diallo, isn't it? Diallo, because he's up yeah. to 37 mil. But we've only paid yeah, so 10 of that now. It's, if, you, if you count him, he's full whack. It's like, you're right, it's like 40, 37, I think 14 for Tellez. So what's that? 8, 91 or something? Yeah. yeah. And then it's whether, if you tie in, it's whether you tie in Bruno from that as well into everything again. It's, but we're not spending over 100 million, which no. is just not going to happen. So, you might get one big set. We, we need a set. That's back. it. It's whether you get one. I mean, you're going to blow the budget just to get one Do you striker. Right? I think right. I think Rice changes a lot of that, though. I think you put Rice into that team. I think you can play with Maguire and Lindelof and look okay. I think if you put Rice in there, you can play with Maguire and Bayern and look okay. I think the problem is when we play with one, if the midfielders are off, which they have been for a, a, while, a lot this season, I don't think Scott can do it on his own. Fred... No comment. Can't do it on his own. No whatsoever. comment. Nothing against the lad, but I, I'm just done on him now. He's That's done. it. I just Fred. I'm done. Well, I'm done enough. on him. Enough. Just enough. I missed the goal. I was. We were on the watch long, weren't we? And I went to the toilet, came back, and the steam was coming off everyone's head. Yeah, I don't. I just don't <laughs> think, like, literally, I, well, not, not not literally. That's I think Fred will still be around because I don't think we'll we'll shift into it. But yeah, I, he's I part of the squad. I don't I don't dispute he's part of the squad. But now he's done. For it's me. weird with Fred, isn't it? Because. You know, when you think to yourself, what is he good at? And I, like, I kind of bought into the idea, oh, it sounds weird. I kind of started to like Fred. Do you know what I mean? I was very like, yeah. what is this guy about? Then I started to like him. I think it was the Etihad last season um, when we beat him in the league. And I was like, you know what? That's a fantastic performance. And he had some good games on, in, in that season as well, let's not forget. But then when you sort of break it down, you think, what's he really good at? His tackling's not great. His shooting's terrible. His passing's a bit suspect. 
it's almost just energy. Yeah. Like, and I hate saying that about players. He's just quick and fast and really... Because he's obviously a very talented footballer to play for Manchester United. But he doesn't offer a lot. He doesn't offer enough. And I think you make a good point, Baggers, because neither him or Scott McTominay are defensive midfielders, for starters. Matic has... Matic is... Seemed to have aged 20 years in the past yeah. six, six months. Um, yeah. And then James Garner, who scored for Forest today, um, he's doing really well at Forest. They're comparing him to Sergio Busquets. So that's how good he is. Um He's probably not... I don't even know next season he'll be ready. I think he might need another season of, mm. of it being in a squad, being around a squad. Maybe not another lone one, but do you know what I mean? Like cup games and, you know, playing against a few tiddlers in the yeah. Premier League and then being ready. Um, but it looks like, yeah, you know, you would need another holding midfielder who is a holding midfielder. Maybe, right, maybe Declan Rice is the answer because Lingard goes that way. Maybe we can get Rice for Lingard and for being ambitious, 40 mil. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if that's a deal, I'd, I'd be up, happy with that. Um, Jed, just going through some of the stories here. Um, get my words out. There's a story there that Manchester Evening News understands. Well, that already fills me with like deflation. <laughs> if I'm being honest, that's like saying I've just heard it from you know one of the spice heads in Piccadilly Gardens. Um, United <laughs> have, have the finances to compete for a marquee edition this summer, but are unlikely to be able to justify the expense of two extravagant recruits. Even though that's from MEN, which is a bit of a dis- disreputable right, blog. It? Yeah. I think that that I don't see us buying two big players this summer, but I wouldn't be surprised if we bought one. I think it, I think for we talked about the social media side of it. I think the fact that last summer we didn't really have it. I think he wants. I think they'll need that just for a bit of buzz. I think that because the fans because are fed of that, up, we're fed up. Yeah, I'm sick of but all. I think that you get to that point with United where you need you need to just do that signing. I think it happens. It the, happens in cycles. The previous summers. The fan base has been really split and really naffed off with the club. So I think maybe... Well, the I think the Bruno one, one, one... The Bruno one, they had to do it. Lifted everyone. Because they had the, to do it. Otherwise, yeah. they were in trouble. You, do you know, know what? they in trouble. People forget. I, mean, I, just, I, can't, I, still, I know I'm like a broken record. I still don't understand how the fuck there's a debate over Bruno Fernandes' impact at Manchester United. How is there a debate about this? We were shy. Do you know what? I can't understand When he arrived. And how? he literally turned us around and got us from six points off top four to eventually top of the league. I don't know how there's a debate how he's not the player of the year in the Premier yeah, League. Man. Like, considering how bad Manchester United... Like, if you sum it up, how bad... Considering Salah won it for Liverpool when they finished sixth, right? <laughs> United are second in the league, and you take Bruno, we look shit. Like, that's <laughs> happened, right? Bruno Fernandes is the best player in the Premier League this season because of that. Look at the impact he has, the amount of goals. There's no... Yeah, I think Diaz from City has had a great season for them. But if you take him out, they're still pretty good. They still win the league. This is where players don't... He's the best player in the league. This, is, this is where players don't stand up and count in big games. No. We went four semi four semi-finals. We went to top of the league. And the players just shut their eyes. Yeah. I mean, attitude, only... urges, urgency, what, what will to win. I mean, Solskjaer in the last game, oh, we're tired, we're tired at... I don't want to hear it, man. No, I, I don't. I, I get it though a little bit. I think that everyone's tired. Yeah, I think that this the, well, this is the problem is that Ollie's doing this the complete opposite way, of Mourinho. Because Mourinho, the way he, when he lost games, he blamed the players and he blamed everything that went on. And Ollie's trying his best not to do that. Because what Ollie was to come out and say is he, we're not that good and we're missing like five players. Because that's yeah. what he's Ollie's at a tipping point this summer. He, I think he, yeah, he's got, he's got a three-year contract. Ready on the ready to sign, and if he's not backed, I mean, would you blame him for walking? 
in the next 12 months, he's got to produce a trophy. I don't, I don't care he, what I it is. I don't think he'll walk because I think that he's he loves it too much. To, That's to fair walk. enough, but he's, he's got to produce a trophy in the next 12 months. And I think that... Don't care what it is. Um, just while you're debating that one, just in the super chat there, Brian, is that Swerb? Swarbrick. Swarbrick says, whatever happens to tapping up, haha, going around talking to clubs while attached to another is crazy. It must be in contract. Um, tapping up, yeah, like... This is why it was a bit weird that, that Ollie even talks about Ellen Island because he has spoken about it quite a lot and he used to get accused but of all sorts of But this is the opposite now. There's, it's not the club setting the meeting and saying, we want to speak to Harland. Yeah. This is the agent who represents him going, right, lads, I'm going on a tour around Europe. This isn't the other way. It used to be a manager going and speaking to a player and that was yeah. the illegal thing, yeah. which you're not allowed Ask to Ask Jürgen do. Klopp that with Van Dijk. But if the player comes to you and goes, Good I want to chat. Andy. Well made. I can, they can do that, which is madness. I know. Well, this is the... It was, it technically, is, it's, a power. it's a form of tapping up. It's, if Solskjaer's on the phone to him, it's a, it's, it's a form of tapping up. Apparently, he speaks to be Norwegian. That's what he was saying, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Callum yeah. King, which makes sense because they're both Norwegian. Yeah. Uh, Callum King says, if possible, would any of you have Martinez instead? The lad from Inter Milan? Uh, I think, I presume so, unless he means... Again, it's going to cost... The, the Villa keeper. <laughs> I take it. It's free <laughs> great keeper, Martinez, by the way. It's three positions <laughs> we need to fill. What are you going to go? Are you going to go get a number nine? Are you going to get a centre-back on another midfielder? What are you going to do? We also need someone that plays on the right. We've not uh, got no, someone that plays on the right. I mean, um, if you're lucky, you get two of your four targets. What about if Paul Labille goes as well? And you need another creator, because when you, you've seen when we lose him. Because you're right, because the thing we meant about Bruno is what worked for us for a little spell was when Bruno's form did tail off a little bit for like three games, Pogba stepped up. I'm thinking about the Burnley yeah, game, yeah, the Fulham yeah, game yeah. in particular. Pogba gets injured and then again, it's all eyes on Bruno. He's got to do everything. Um, so if Pogba does go out, we can't just go, well, we're all right, we've got Bruno. And I still think the jury's out on uh, Donny van der Beek. So I think we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, in terms of Lingard going to West Ham, um, apparently the West Ham board have backed Lingard move. Um, they're ready to back David Moyes to push through a permanent deal for Manchester United. Loney, Jesse Lingard, do you reckon to that? He needs it. He needs it. And he, you can see he's benefited from it because he scored was it five goals in seven games. And he's playing for England. So uh, good luck to the lad. Yeah. I'm hoping it helps us out, though. That's that's the big thing. I mean, I, I, I've heard him, he might get a contract. No new contract to United. He wants assurances. He wants to come back. He's ne he's not getting back into that midfield. No, I think you're right because the thing is, me and you spoke about this, didn't we, the other week? Unless he does something spectacular, and I mean, like he ends the season on 15 goals or something stupid, and you're like, that's ridiculous. He's got nine, yeah, nine games left. Scores yeah. in all of them. Yeah, and then you go in. Goes to the Euros. Yeah, yeah. helps go, England win the Euros. He's, he's like, he, he is Messi Lingard getting back. Yeah. Um, even if he finishes on like 10 goals, which is still phenomenal, I still think you've got to remember that this is a kid who, we all love Jesse Lingard, but his form fell off a cliff United. And there's reasons behind that. I don't think it's just, you know, he, he was having a bad, no, no, Patch. it's personal think, reasons. Yeah. And I think the lad took the pressure, too much on. Yeah, yeah, getting to him. Fair play to him for taking it on, but he took too much yeah. on. Um, and I think he went to West Ham, got away from... I know it sounds crazy because he's still in the Premier League and he's still an England player and all that way he got back in the England squad, but slightly out of that spotlight of being a Manchester United. Bit of a change of scenery. Flying, looks like he's enjoying his football again. I don't think the player we're seeing at West Ham is necessarily the player that would come back to Old Trafford, if that makes any sense. No, I, I, I agree with that. I think that people underestimate how difficult it is to play for Man United. And even going to a club like Chelsea and City or whatever, it's a different thing because if it doesn't quite work out, they're going to sign other players around you. I think the thing at Manchester United is, you at the moment in time, we're not signing 
you look how City have done it. If one defender doesn't work, they sign another three, and that's how it works. United, if we sign a player, spotlight on him. And it's the same thing with the lads coming up. If, it, if you don't work out, mate, we're in trouble. And that's been the case for a long time. I think that people... Same thing with Johnny Evans. Johnny Evans dropped down and is proven to be a fantastic footballer. But there might have been something in that he might not be able to do it for Manchester United. He might not be able to you know, bear that point. kind of burden pressure. Do you remember Johnny Evans under Van Gaal just before he left? Panic stations. Mate, what was going on? And like people just have erased that sort of six-month spell out of memory. But I remember, I think it was at Stoke, where there was just nothing happening, nothing around him. He got the ball and he's just like, he somehow managed to create some danger. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on with Johnny Evans? Like, he just... It just something went drastically wrong. So the point of when he left, I was sort of like relieved to thought because yeah. I don't I, I like Johnny Evans and I didn't like seeing him performing the way like the it was like was. with Chris Smalling as well. I mean, yeah. so Chris Smalling is that. blossomed now at yeah. Roma, hasn't it? And so, it's like, but even to a lesser extent, even like Tom Cleverley has had a good career at very good clubs yeah. in the Premier League and the Championship. If the pressure wasn't on him, would have probably done all right at Manchester United. But he's he's a prime example, Tom Cleverley. Of I mean, for starters, that injury he got at, yeah. against Kevin Davis never you never fully recovered from that. But someone who just gets drastically overhyped. He played yeah. for England once, and I think Royal Summers comparing him to Iniesta or something stupid, and it's like for fuck's sake, come on. And then he, he just didn't get to that anywhere near the levels he'd been at. If you look at McTominay, he's he, he's the one who says you can do it and, and deal with the pressure. Yeah. Matt Tommen is, is an example of it. Yeah. I think I think a... Scott's having a decent season as well. Eight goals this season. Yeah. Not a bad... I'd, I'd love him to get to double figures, just, you know, chalk that one off. But I think Scott suffers a little bit with the sort of the McFred thing. And I don't always think that's fair because I think that whilst Scott's not been perfect this season, he has had some bad games, I don't think he's been as, as bad as Fred. I think he's still smart from the Leicester game. So it's, po it's possible he is. I mean, he come out with this week and he said, "I want to win a trophy with 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 United this season. I want to win the Europa League." But and, and ever, everyone comes on him after the, the performance at Leicester. So he stopped, someone. Yeah, I mean, all right. I think you know you can blame him for the second goal, whatever. But it's, I'm, I don't think that performance is, or that result is particularly down to Scott McTominay. No, I think honest. it was everything. Everything was. Yeah. Well, he played a blinder at the derby, didn't he? So he's. I don't know with Scott. I feel like he's he's he is like a squad player, but. A G Sun Park type player who yeah. will play a lot of games. Yeah. Like he's, I'm not saying he's the same like, but he's a squad player who'll play 30 games a season. And he'll get a goal yeah. when you need like it. Darren Fletcher as well. Yeah. Darren Fletcher did it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Darren Fletcher had two seasons where he was the first team player. People yeah. forget that. Like mm. the rest of the time at United, he wasn't. I know he had a lot of injury problems, he had his stomach problem, but a lot of the time he was in the squad, wasn't he? He's a squad yeah. player. You know, and I don't think he meant that maybe. Scored two against City in the Jabber. When we had everyone fit, it was Carrick and Scholes. Yeah. Fletcher didn't get near the team. But then. When you had certain games and you were playing, even playing against Arsenal, and you need an extra man in midfield. Darren Fletcher plays, and I think that's what Scott will be. You know, sure you need an extra sure man in midfield, yeah. then he comes in. But look, I like Scott. I think that there's, but this is the whole point: is we're looking at these players, and you'd sign, you, sh you need to sign three or four new players in maybe one. But look, I said, look how City have done things where they go, okay, we need a centre back. They've signed six since Guardiola's been there, and they finally I mean, got it down to two. Nathan Ake, remember him? They've signed him for 45. They spent 100 million this summer. They needed one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's hardly played this season, hasn't he? And Diaz has been a fucking revelation. He's been very he? good. Like, let's have it right. He's been that good. He's made John Stones look like Beresa. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what is going on there? Because everyone had forgot about John Stones. Another expensive, it seemed, waste of money. 
but has started he to found come his up. form again apart from Wednesday night. I so. mean, do you remember though? Laporte apparently was the second coming of bloody Vincent Company. Yeah. And now he's, you know, almost surplus to requirements. So but that's the thing is they sign a lot and that means the pressure's on off these lads. You know, when Diaz comes in this season, the pressure on John Stones is if I play well, I play well. If I don't it's competition. It's strong competition. It's competition, but with, it's with not, a comfort zone. There's a bit of comfort and same thing. Maybe the same thing's happened with Luke Shaw as he's kind of pushed on because he's looked at someone. But at the same time, there's not the pressure of if I get injured or if this doesn't happen. And the same thing under Ollie's not thinking if he doesn't perform, I've not got someone else to bring in. If, if things don't happen, you bring Tellers in. I think the only United player who, who's not been under pressure this season is Harry Maguire. And, and he's, he's been a rock. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I I'm just going to get in some of them super chats. If you, um, there we go. Andrew Rafferty, if we won the Euro Millions at United, who would, who would I think, who would any of us sign? Yeah. So if we won the Euro Millions, who would you sign? Mbappe. Nice, very fair enough. Um, who would you sign, son? Probably be Haaland. I think he's just. I think he's going to be the one that scores. Do you know if we if goals. we won the Euros? Right. Do you know what? If it was literally like we've got one hundred and fifty million quid you can spend on whoever you want, and all this sounds crackers, I'm tempted with Kane. You know. I just. Yeah, but he's short term. You're only going to get three. No, but this years. is like a free hit, isn't it? This is Euro Millions. This is what I'm saying. It's not like can you like win a league title with Addy Kane? Course, yeah. yes. With 30 goals a season, come on. But he's injury prone. That's the thing, though. He's not that bad. His injury record. He's played like 40 games like last three seasons. I think. He's, I get where you're coming from. What the trouble with Kane is with his injuries is he tends to miss like a couple of months, and when he misses him, you miss him. Yeah. Um, I think there's another super chat. Them, sorry, Cam. Just bring up the other one. Um, go into the. The back end, there's one more above that. If you go into the other thing, is that it? Sorry, yeah. Um, say Dortmund sell him and they miss out on Champions League next season, that's a loss of 80 million quid right there. I don't think Haaland goes anywhere this summer. Is it relevant that to the club? But, it's the agent. This is the point I was making. Like, you're saying, no, that's a loss of 80 million quid if they don't get in the Champions League. But they're going to lose 80 million quid if they don't sell him this summer. That's guaranteed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also, Dortmund with Haaland. They might not even get the Champions League as well. It's like it's almost like he's a, not a waste of time in being there because he's such a phenomenal yeah, talent. I, but like I, I mentioned this like, was it last just before the international break. He yeah. scored, and he, his body language was like, "Oh, for God's sake!" And he just trudged back to the halfway line. Maybe he's a little bit disillusioned. Um, we've spoken a lot about um, incomings. What about outgoings? Also, give us a like, hit like, like the video. We've got quite a lot of people watching, and none of you are liking the video. What's going on? You don't like us anymore because Steve's not here. Unblock. Um, on outgoings, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has said there are a couple of players whose futures are not decided yet. Some without contracts, some without contracts even, some with contracts. And we do have a certain picture of how we think the squad is going to look in August when we start. Go on then. Who's, who's going, Andy? Start with you. Talk to me. Uh, Fred. Possibly Marshall. Jesse oh. Lingard. Oh, yeah. I agree with I agree with at least what, what Lingard I agree with. Fred, maybe. Marshall, I'm not so sure about. Just because I still think that Oli rates him. Uh, Andrew Rafferty in the Super Chat says, Cheers for the stream, lads. Could we win a league with Aguero? I would say yes. I don't. I don't think so. <clears throat> Not just Aguero though. It'd take more than just him. But I think you could win a league with Aguero. Oh yeah, we could. But yeah. I don't think he stays. If you're Aguero, what are you going to do? You're going to swap back. You're going to stay and have Gregs in Manchester. You go to Barcelona and have tapas. I think he's Barcelona, Barcelona in the summer. I thought you were going to say it. And go on, Barcelona style of play. Go on, Barcelona style of play with tapas. I think. No? I think Barcelona. My favorite lines, Brandy Taylor. I think he's going to Barcelona. You do well. To be honest with you, he's not coming to United. Let's just get it right. That, that ain't going to happen. Messi's going to stay there. That's his one of his mates. Drakim. Yeah. Isn't he 
isn't one of them's God, someone's godfathers. Aguero's either Messi's. Maradona. Maradona, in it. Oh, is he Messi uh, as well? I think Messi's. I don't know what it Cause is. Because I know in Aguero married to Maradona's daughter. Yeah, and yeah. then Messi's, um, Aguero's kid's godfather or something like that. Something like that. Someone's going to put a bid. So if they have a, I don't know if he's got a son, a, but someone's going to bid for his son. It's a nice connection. Someone's going to bid for that son when he's like two or whatever, three years old. He might already be that yeah. for like 100 million euros or something. Yeah. expecting great things. Yeah. Um, because of... Uh, <laughs> just seeing the most random comment. Ross can't believe they made a statue for Greta Thunberg. They did at, a, um, at the university. Was it Winchester University or something? It's a bit mad, isn't it? Is it true? City are making statues for the Aguero, the silver. Yeah, right. And look, right. Let's not forget though. Like in terms of Manchester City, Aguero, silver, and it's their company. Best ever place. Yeah, like who else are they gonna have a statue of? David Brightwell. Yeah, yeah. Tore with <laughs> a b- with mean? a birthday cake. Niall Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Tore with a birthday cake. Peter Beagle, come and have a look at this statue made of him. <laughs> Like, in fact, he weren't even that bad, Peter Brugge. I mean, ash, but it's, like, yeah. it's no worse than Arsenal having the Henri and Burkamp ones because l- they won yeah. two titles. Yeah, two titles. yeah. Like, Henri won two titles. We've got, the, old, won, we've got the Holy Trinity. Yeah. We've got the whole, like, the, um, it's ridiculous. The amount of plays United would have, like, Rooney'd have a statue. I quite, like the that, I, I quite like the fact that we haven't got loads. I, I do want a Jimmy Murphy statue. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. I, I'm, that's a bit of a We've bugbear. We've got a Matt Busby one. Well. Yeah, he should, he should have one next to him. He should have, the Jimmy Murphy statue should be right next to Sir Matt Busby. I don't know what they're going to... If they do something with the class of 92... Don't, fuck got, you, don't set me off you. you got, you're at it. You're at it and you know you are. I know. If they do a class of 92 one, which they might do... Right. Gary, 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 Gary Neville. Fucking Phil Neville. No, I don't mind Gary Neville. <laughs> Phil, if Phil Neville gets a statue at Old Trafford, right... I'm not fucking going Old Trafford ever again. And then you and got you then you got to give one to Nicky, but you got to yeah, give yeah. one to Paul no, Scholes. That, no, yeah, he but likes no, them. Yeah, but you don't get don't get a statue because <laughs> you're Gary Neville's brother. I don't, Does Tracy Neville get a statue hey, as well? Hey, if you not you if you not Meg Zidane or is it Louis Figo, you deserve a That's fucking John statue. O'Shea. Who John also O'Shea. deserves a statue? Yeah, yeah. I'd have John O'Shea over Phil Neville. I like Phil Neville. He's okay. He's a decent player, but he does not statue worthy. No. If there's a statue of Phil Neville and not one of Brian Robson or Roy Keane, the world's gone mad. He scored for Everton as an own goal. We went on to win the league that day when we beat him four two. So that's a fucking statue right there for Phil Neville. Yeah, and then he made up for it by helping him draw four all and costing <laughs> us the league, which meant the Aguero. Moment, yeah, which so never um, Ross Murphy says a statue of Balotelli fighting with Mancini. Oh yeah, I remember that. One. Where's my fucking statue? Statue of Andy yeah. Tate. Yeah, get involved in the comments. Should there be a statue of Andy Tate? Um, in fact, we'll make one. We'll we'll we'll. Paper we'll mache. just paint you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stand outside on Trafford on that stage. <laughs> Don't move. Hey, um, Sha- um, um, do you know what? This is gonna. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna butcher your name badly. Here. Shaq Sabahuddin says, "For all the talk about centre backs aren't good, all he needs to go out, go etc. Why no one is concerned about our coaching staff? I think they are more culpable." Nicky Butts obviously gone. Um, still got Kieran McKenna there. Yep. Michael Carrick, Mickey Phelan. I mean. The attention is on all, isn't it, when it comes to the management and you don't really tend to get much criticism of the coaching staff. Some people do, but you don't see people going, oh, we need to get rid of Michael Carrick. It, it is, as you'd expect, focus on a manager. Where do you stand on the, the coaching staff baggers? I'll start with you and ask you, Andy. I think that... Do you think there is an, an issue sh- there or are you, are you I think displeased with the coaching be, staff at all? They should always be questioned. I think they should always be looked at and gone, could we have a better coach? There should always be that question. But at the same time, I still don't think it matters that much at this moment in time who's there. Because I think that you could potentially go a little bit better. But until you get the squad to compete with City, you're not going to do it. You know, And it's only going to be short-term, even if you do. Even if you did 
even if you got someone in, you could compete with them for... You look how Liverpool have done it. They've got a manager in, they spent a bit of money on some players, they've got it right. They've got, who's the guy now who's in... Obviously, is it Mitchell? Mitch. Uh, yeah. No, it's not Mitchell. He's uh, not, not Mitchell. There's someone else there. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's Edward but they've got it right for a year or two. They've it's had it right for a couple of years and it's looking like it's going to fall off. Then They don't even look like they're going to spend a lot this summer. It might never get... But their squad's nowhere near cities and they're never going to be able to do that. And I think that... The only way to get anywhere near that is to do it very, very, very slowly because the Glazers aren't going to do the, here's 400 million quid, go and build yourself a team, go and beat City, and you can do this for 10 years. That's not going to happen. I think Oli should be questioned. I think we should be looking at the next option. But do I think that that wins us the league if we get someone else in? Probably not. Do I think we could get a little bit better? Yeah. Exactly. But, but does it? How, is there a massive overhaul? And the other thing is... Does that person coming in get you know get the same backing? Does it do they resonate with the fact? Does all this happen? I don't think it changes that much in what goes on. I think what happens is if you if you scrap this project now, if we went right to Ollie, get someone else, we're gonna get Nagelsmann in. We start again. We're gonna go with that. Here you go, go and sign your four players. You're gonna get 150 million this summer. I still think we go backwards for a season. And no, then I it agree. might get better. It's a big twelve months. It's a big and that's a big twelve. Big twelve months coming it up. It is, but it's but there's no. It needs to be over. Ten, it needs to be a ten-year plan. And it can't be. Look how City. Because this is the thing. People are saying City are beating us now because they've got Guardiola. No, City are beating us now because they've been better than us at signing players since 2011. Like let's not, let's not say it's, it's been, been the last honest. few summers. It's true. They signed. If realistically, what we should have done was signed Aguero and Villa and and Silva. Oh, Silver yeah, so. and David Villa. What did we May get in 2010? Torre was the one. Torre. I, mean, I mean, what did we get when we saw Ronaldo? We got, um, what was it? Was it uh, Michael Obertan, Owen? Obertan, Obertan, Michael Valencia, Owen. And, Michael and City signed Aguero. They signed, they signed Aguero and Silver in 2009, or it was 10, wasn't it? 2011, I think, was the first season. And got Yaya season. Torre as well. Yaya Torre was a massive one for me. So if and the Silver, you know. Massive one. They've we, been we better than us at signing players for 10 years. This isn't going to fix by getting one new manager. This isn't all Pep Guardiola's doing how good they are now. This is a result of 10 years' worth of doing the right things. Of investment. Of investment. This isn't, you know, this isn't a case of... One manager coming in and changing everything. This is what they've done for ten years has been right, and we've we've not. Fergie kind of masked things, and we had also we had the best spine in world football from the 2008 team still around. We still had Van der Sar, who then got replaced by De Gea, but then we still had Rio and Vidic. We still had Giggs and Scholes and Rooney and, and Carrick yeah. and those kind of players. Yeah. But once they went and once they kind of dropped off, we never replaced them. We like I said, we should have signed Aguero. We should have signed. David Silva, who are going to compete. Signed, when we sold Ronaldo, we should have signed Karim Benzema. That was the that was the summer. Or Ribery, yeah, or something like that. Something like that. But we, we didn't. didn't. We went and got Michael Owen, who had what fifteen games for United or whatever it was. So the only games. way that we ever get Fucking to that level again is it needs to be, it needs to be patient, and that's the, that's the thing is it needs to take ten years to do it. Now, if in that plan, the Darren Fletchers and the John Murtagh, who's now sat above Ollie, kind of go. Okay, well, this manager's going to come in and not have, not sell a Wambasaka and Maguire and the players we've put money into, or Bruno or whoever you put some money into these players. He's not going to sell them. He's going to use the players we've got, and then we're going to add a little bit more, and it's slowly going to get better. Then, yeah, I think that that's the right thing to do. But it's not going to be that. It's going to be it's the players as well. It's players will help. Gordon All Taggart, the players. Sorry, Gordon Sagan means Yeah, Gordon Taggart is with a great shout there. It's a statue for the 1991. 
Cup Winners' Cup team. Great. Yeah. I think West Sealy, God rest him. Yeah. Um, Waltzy Matilda says, FSG have sold 10% of Liverpool stroke Red Sox for 540 mil. Do you think the Glazers could do something similar to raise funds if they won't invest themselves? The Glazers have done something similar, but they kept the money. 71 million quid and yeah, just sold 25% worth of um, shares. As well, back, Baxar, Sudhir Kumar, thanks for your super chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Glazers will sell things to make money, but they just keep the money themselves. They're not going to reinvest it into the into the squad. And this is what annoys me about the Glazers. Um, Steve summed it up beautifully the other day. It's like, they're so stupid that if they actually invested in this team, and with our own money, by the way, not their own, with our money, the fans' money or the club's money, and got some success, some success like the Scouts have, you make more money. Do you because think? it's, you know, you're winning trophies and you become... Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you like, look at how the Scouts went 30 years without a title... Win a title in the European Court or Champions League, and the money's piling in from over the globe because you already had that sort of starting fan base anyway, which we've got. Do you think but... there's something though that because there's gonna this new Champions League is gonna come in? They're gonna approve that, aren't they? This this new 32, yeah. t- this massive Champions League. I think it's an extra 10 teams or whatever. If they do that, that's the Glazers' box ticked because yeah. they know that top four gets them enough money. Do you think that maybe then? They might put a little bit. That, that might be the thing that puts a little. I'm not saying they're going to back us loads, but they might put a little bit more in because that. No, they won't. They know that there's money. There. <laughs> they, they don't give a fuck what goes on that pitch. It's just commercials. No, they just. They, they just, just want to sell a shirt. They just need the They just want to sell shirts. They just need it. And if this new deal comes through, where it goes on your what you've done in the past, United will be pretty much guaranteed it, I believe, for a, for a long, long time. If we even finish outside the top four, and maybe they might throw a bit an extra 40 million quid in a year. That might be what we get out of it. Yeah. But that might cause a little, we might get a little bit more out of it. I think. It's a shame because, think, with it's the not glaze. a shame, it's fucking outrage. But you've seen it with, help me out, is it the Tampa Bay, Buccaneers, whatever? Yeah. They seem to be a bit more hands-on with that. It seems to give a bit more of a toss about what's going on there. I think they live there as well. Like they do, obviously, it's different in America because you know better than anyone, but they do interviews and stuff where we've never heard from him here. Um, oh, good shout here. So United Forever Podcast, happy birthday to Teddy Sheringham. Good shout. No Teddy, no treble. I'll never forget exactly. that. Exactly. Um, whereas it, the Glazers over here, it's just purely about the business and making money out of it. There's no concern. And like you saying, Baggers, the only reason we get into Champions League is because it's beneficial to them as a business, not because they've got a great desire to see us finishing in top four. And we've got a couple more super chats. Brian Swalbrick, maybe they have learned the lesson after Tom Brady won them the bowl. They might do the same here as if, haha. But you can't point. do that. You can't. In American sport, in that sport, you can literally sign one player who's the most marketable player out there and also changes everything. If they could do that now, if they could say, if we sign Lionel Messi tomorrow, then not only will you sell most shirts, we'll win win everything. It's not going to happen. They've had two Super Bowls in 20 years. Yeah. So, for the good... They've not done They've just done it for one season. Yeah, of course. Because they're they're not going to spend... No. If they want that, they will do it again. If they want well, to win the next it. five Super Bowls, no. uh, you're not the New England Patriots, you know. No, no. Does he, where does he play? Tom Brady? Does he play up front? Cool. Yeah, up front. Up front. No, no. It's it's more than number six. Number six, like the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love American football, mate. He's, yeah. uh, Tom Brady's one of my uh, favourite uh, midfielders. Yeah. Um, Oliver Olmson in the super chat says, "If United don't want to spend 100 million this year on 100 plus million this year on a striker, isn't Patrick Bamford, Ollie Watkins, or Dominic Calvin Lewis?" An option, who would you take? I'll start and then I'll pass it over to you, Andy, and then to you, Baggers. Patrick Bamford, if you think you get annoyed with Marcus Rashford or someone missing chances, get Patrick Bamford at Old Trafford and you'll be tearing your head out if you've got any. Ollie Watkins, another one who misses a lot of chances, but out of them two, I'd take him. But my preferred choice 
would be Dominic Calvert-Lewin. But I think with um, Ancelotti's little mini-revolution that's going on there, I don't see us getting him. I think um, Everton dig the reels in and I don't see him sort of itching for a move. So I know we've had players off him in the past, Lukaku, Rooney, Fellaini and all that. I just don't see that move happening. But at those three, in answer to Super Chat Oliver, I would take Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I'd take Lewin. I'd take him tomorrow, but I think yeah. it's going to cost eighty million, and, and that's the, it's the same kind of stuff. The fume. He's, he's a good fit as well, isn't it? Alex Mack as well. Thanks for your yeah. super chat. Uh, we are going to wrap up there. We've had loads of super chats, loads of chats, loads of comments. Uh, I love the randomness as well because I always pop up and you see the chat talk about Greta Thunberg statue, and then another one talking <laughs> about the '1991 Cup winners. I want final. mine. What my statue, man? Hashtag. Never mind Greta Andy Thunberg and the Tate statue. What pose would you have in your statue? Miser. Miser. It's the anniversary, wasn't it? The April Fool's Day. Yeah, yeah. Right. Seven years last week. Seven years. Seven years, Seven years since Miser. If you are under the age of 14 as well, go and check out uh, the TikToks. Or if you just, if you know, you just want to do it. TikToks. It's a good laugh. <laughs> it seems, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's very bizarre, but it's very funny. Um, also, a big shout out to Surfshark. The link's in the description. You get 85% off with Surfshark. Three months free. Yeah, three months free. And 30-day money-back guarantee. 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the description. 85% off. Uh, 30 day free um, and three months free. Three months 30. free. And you're going to need a bigger bowl. Three months uh, yeah. free. Go and check it out. Code Link is in the description. description. The code is Paddock. Surfshark VPN. Alex Baggers, thanks for joining us. Where can people find you? Uh, Baggers underscore Alex. But go over to TikTok instead and watch the Stratford Paddock stuff and see Andy Tate's TikToks. That's the main go thing. Go and check it out. TikTok. Andy, where can people find you? You're on Instagram as well, aren't you? You're not on Twitter, are you? Uh, don't, yeah, Twitter's a poison chalice. Uh, Twitter and uh, underscore MUFC underscore Tate. Go and check Andy Tate out. Go and check Alex Baggers out. He'll be back for Sunday. You're going to be here, aren't you? For watch along. Sunday, You're yeah, doing yeah. the pre-match show. Um, it's going to be Adam McCullough, myself, and Joe Smith are going to be back as well. Um, so I'll be getting a pre-match thing from you as well. Yeah, yeah. Pre-match so, and after-match, yeah. And I'll be back for Tottenham. Post-match reaction. This has been Alistair's Brew. Steve will be back soon as well. Don't forget to hit like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.